2: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
0: You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equitymates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey
1: a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own now time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time.
2: Welcome to a Get Started Investing, a podcast where we attempt to answer the most common money and investing questions from the community. Now, if you're joining us for the very first time, a huge welcome. We do strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. Now, while we're licensed, we are not aware of your own personal circumstances. All information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general. But with that said, my name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you?
3: I'm very good, Bryce. Good to be back. Excited for this episode. We're into the third episode we're doing as part of this five-episode series on the cost of living. We've taken some of the big buckets of spending that measure australia's inflation index we're unpacking them we're asking what can we do to save money you have told me that you are the best saver that australia has ever produced not true um the best saver since Mr. Dolomite. Not from true. Who worked at Commonwealth Bank. No. And uh, we're going to unpick your brains and unpick your budget and understand what we can do.
2: Well, it's becoming obvious, Ren, that there are plenty over the last two episodes, plenty of areas in which I can improve. Haircuts cars
3: <laughs> have you sold your car yet <laughs> <laughs> no comment um
2: looking forward to this one food maybe i'm just going not eat <laughs> anyway we've got a question here from uh, a member from the community let's take a listen
3: hey equity mates great work with the cost of living series i myself are currently using ChatGPT to consolidate my separate ingredient lists uh, for my weekly grocery shop so that's proven really handy So on a related note, I was just interested to see if you had other ideas of how to reduce the cost of my groceries further. So Bryce, food uh, and non-alcoholic beverages, uh, this is a big category. I would hazard a guess it's people's second biggest category after housing and rent. You've got your spreadsheet in front of you. Is it your second biggest?
2: It is, yes. Yes. It is definitely my second biggest.
3: Closely followed by alcoholic beverages and tobacco, <laughs> which is your third biggest?
2: No, that's actually my so small it doesn't even appear on my spreadsheet. You don't
3: put booze as a line item? <laughs> no. Oh. Ah.
2: No Booze falls into just my weekly spending, I guess. is <laughs>
3: well, This is all just your spending. Well, no, like what I classify oh, as, like, like,
2: just like my, you know, once everything is paid for and automated and blah, blah, that's my, like, dollars a week to, to go to the pub yeah, yeah, yeah. or like whatever it is.
3: Punting, drinking, smoking, <laughs> cockfighting, whatever of those, it is. <laughs> none of those. <laughs> wow. All right. We're learning so much about you. Anyway, before we get into the episode, we've got one piece of housekeeping that we're particularly excited about, which is that we are. Uh, in the pre-sale of our second book, uh, it's called "Don't Stress, Just Invest," and it's our attempt to outline the absolute simplest way to invest and why that is enough. We know that investing is stressful, and that it can be it can be really difficult to know how to get started and when you've done enough that you can stop and get on with your life. And hopefully this book uh, helps you think about that and answer some of those questions. It's available for pre-sale now, wherever you buy your books. We'll include a few links in the show notes. Please, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, if you want to take the next steps on your investing journey, uh, get around the book. And it's actually out on the 22nd of August. Yes. But Bryce, with that said, let's jump into food and non-alcoholic beverages.
2: Love it. So today, this is one of the bigger categories. There is plenty in this category. We've got bread and cereals. <laughs> Here is Here's part just of the episode li- yeah.
3: where Bryce lists all foods.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you just think r- about r- your if you roll. think about your aisles in a supermarket, we're going to go from one through eleven: bread and cereals, meat and poultry, fish and seafood, milk, cheese and eggs, fruits and vegetables, non-alcoholic beverages. Surprisingly, they've also got sugar, jam, honey, chocolate and confectionery as one sweets. Oils, fats and sauces snacks and prepared meals.
3: Nice. Now, um, as most people have felt in their hip pocket, the last 12 months, this has been a fast rising category. Food and non-alcoholic beverages as a whole has risen 8%. It has been the second fastest growing category. Do you want to guess what the number one was?
2: Second fastest growing housing. Housing. Accommodation.
3: Housing was number one at 9.8% growth. Food and non-alcoholic beverages, number two, at 8%. Now, if we look at some of those subcategories that you just outlined, uh, there have been some big rises. The biggest, dairy and related products, 14.9% growth over the past 12 months. Second biggest, bread and cereal products, wheat has been getting more expensive and driven the price up there, 11.8%. Food products, NEC, stands for Not Elsewhere Classified, So, just like catch-all for anything else. 11.3%. Non-alcoholic beverages up 7.8%. Meals out and takeaway food up 7.3%. Fruit and veg up 4.9%. Meat and seafoods up 4.1%. So, that's a long way of saying food has got a lot more expensive over the past 12 months. So, Bryce, I guess the question is, what do we, and more specifically, what do you do about it
2: so i budget 275 bucks a fortnight for food oh, Must be. yeah nice. we so we do all of our shopping on a sunday and we try and do cooking for sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday five nights plus lunches
3: wait you do you do all that cooking on a sunday oh uh, no no no, no, oh, no you no, just no, no. try and cook those meals yeah 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 yeah
2: Harriet will generally do probably two or three on a Sunday, mainly two that we then have during the week that when we're under pressure, there's not enough time to cook. But we find that is better when we fall out of that routine, like we go away for the weekend or we're too hungover or whatever and we don't get the opportunity. We do find that, you know, you get in that, okay, well, we need to get some takeout or you probably spend more at the shops than you would if you kind of planned it out. And so we generally will spend more on sort of the takeout options. Sometimes it is hard to look at like what it costs for a pad CU from a Thai restaurant. It's 12 bucks. And then if you're going to go and make it oh, yourself. you get the ingredients, <laughs> yeah. And you the spend like 50 out, bucks on ingredients. Uh, shout shout
3: <laughs> out to my former housemate Flynn who tried to do the right thing and would... Cook, especially uh, like on a weekend if we were hung and there there was just like he would get all the nachos ingredients and spend like triple what it would cost yeah. to just buy it yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but when you do the numbers i think if you get lunches in so if you get two meals for dinner two meals for lunches that's when it really becomes quite economical mm. to do something like that so we try and cook sunday through thursday and then friday saturday is probably it's just a bit of ad lib but it is definitely the biggest contributor and we have definitely noticed our shopping bill go up we try and do aldi as much as we can where you can't then get the little bits and pieces you need to we need to duck up to coals that's how we that's how we treat it mm, yeah mm. and that 275 is inclusive of uber eats uh, and those sorts of things that's 275 we kind of pick and choose as best we can like if avocados are through the roof we just don't get avocados or like if, if things that we want to buy are just ridiculously expensive herbs sometimes can be just ridiculous so we we do kind of be conscious while we're shopping, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. So that's how I do it, Ren, but really interested to hear how you do it. Uh we're gonna take a quick break and on the other side you're gonna take us through how you treat food and non alcoholic beverages. All right, we're back. We're talking food and non-alcoholic beverages. I've just spoken about my budget. Ren, talk us through yours. I don't have a budget. Fair. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I, as, as I've said a few times on this podcast, my the way I manage my money is on um, payday, uh, the money hits my account and then I have automatic transfers set up to a savings account, to my investment account, a little bit into an emergency fund to just keep growing that slowly. And then uh, into a spending account. And then that money that goes into the spending account is my spending for the fortnight. And food falls into that, but alongside everything else. And so the game for me is just to to keep that spending in line. In terms of what I've done to reduce food budget, uh, the biggest thing that I didn't specifically do for a cost reason, but it has been great at controlling costs is intermittent fasting Oh yeah, and intermittent fasting for most people is just a fancy way of saying skipping breakfast yes <laughs> <laughs> because i don't know what sicko out there is doing intermittent fasting where they start by eating breakfast and lunch no, 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 and no. then don't eat for the rest of the day um full credit if you're if you're doing that
2: what would you spend on breakfast otherwise well something
3: yeah yeah a lot of the time i was going into the office early and i would buy breakfast gotcha and that was that was a killer um and then because you'd also then buy a coffee with breakfast rather than just having a coffee from the machine we have here yeah so you add the cost there you know if i was having it at home it might be what like a few cents for a bit of wheat bix and a bit of milk but that could range to like 20 bucks.
2: I uh, I think that buying breakfast is the biggest waste of uh,
3: I know. I know. We've had this conversation a lot of time. But you spend all of your money at Italian restaurants, which is definitely something that you can replicate at home. Definitely. That's true. Not yeah. to the. Not, not, not to the. Yeah. I yeah. can do
2: it. I can replicate a bacon and egg roll better than I can replicate oh, 100%. a hundred percent. Yeah. Bit, yeah. A yeah. Bit duck ragu. Well,
3: yeah. You're not a great cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's fair the majority of people that go out for breakfast or brunch not so much if you're just having something on the way to work that was more convenience but people go out for brunch for the social experience definitely
2: no no no. nothing against that totally understand that
3: so for me the first thing is intermittent fasting and then i guess the second thing which again isn't reinventing the wheel i think a lot of the suggestions that we've gone through so far are not reinventing the wheel but it's just buying and cooking in bulk mm. And recently, we've really got into just like roasting a heap of vegetables with, you know, like some chicken or something and then like that lasting a dinner and then a couple of lunches or something like that. So, first of all, intermittent fasting. Second of all, buying and cooking in bulk. And then the third one is just limiting Uber Eats to the weekend.
2: Yeah. And I think to even go one step further, we try now and avoid ordering if we can genuinely walk there within like oh. 20 minutes or so. The fees on those apps now can be it's crazy ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only the fees but just the general price difference. Yeah. of you know there's a markup just yeah. in, in the price alone. So
3: but the thing for me is like if you can be bothered to walk to pick up takeaway, just walk to the shops. Yeah, definitely. One
2: thing I also want to throw in is if you want to go out and uh, enjoy a meal There's a great app called Eat Club and what it does is a lot of these restaurants sign up. It's generally for table times that aren't obviously the peak, but if you want a Thursday or an early Friday or a Sunday lunch or whatever it might be, a lot of, of these restaurants are on there and they give pretty decent discounts on the bill. And so it's not like a, you know, save $10 or whatever. It's generally a percentage of your total bill. And you can save sometimes upwards of 50%. And it's not just your, you know, restaurants that you would never want to frequent. There are really good restaurants on there as well. So it's one to have in the back pocket if you're ever uh, sort of out and about or thinking, oh, you know, want to go out and struggling for ideas. Eat Club is a great one to really reduce the cost of your bill.
3: Yeah, we should give a shout out to Alf, our mate, who... uh, Eats dinner at five o'clock every night. Yes, <laughs> good way to save money. <laughs> uh, a few people have suggested going to the markets. I think you have to be super careful about markets because sometimes they will be a lot more expensive. I uh, my parents live in Newtown and they would go to the Carriage Works Market mm. and it used to blow my mind how much more expensive some of yeah. those things are. Yeah, quality undeniable, but just markets can be a double-edged sword there are a number of services that have started that try and do you know meat direct from a farm Uh, to you again they're often not cheaper but the quality's better Uh, but one that you will find is cheaper is there are a few ugly vegetables ugly is a pejorative term not up to the large supermarkets cosmetic standard vegetable retailers. Our producer, Sasha, has suggested one that she has used before it's called good and fugly and i'm sure there are others if you uh, jump on google if you have any suggestions for others that we should check out jump in the equity mates discussion group and share them with the community i'll be honest i haven't like i know that there would be money to be saved there and especially with the fact that i said earlier we're just buying veggies in bulk and roasting Mm. them Mm. like we are a prime target Mm. for this Mm. so you know what i'm gonna make a commitment right now i'm gonna sign up to one of these services
2: nice my parents do it and it's great you also do just genuinely get the good seasonal stuff yeah yeah a couple of fun ones to close out deals to get you thinking that have come through from the equity mates team dine in burger or salad on mondays if your afl or nrl team wins at grilled Wait, what? <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
3: Wait, how can I just, why don't I just make Taste, up what team I support? It's called I'll Taste support? the
2: win? Maybe you can make it up. You ha- It looks like you have to um, sign up for a free Relish membership. Oh, well, um, there you go. And you probably have to tick which team you follow at the time of sign up. But that's a good one to keep in mind. Um, if you are looking for a burger on a Monday night, if your AFL or NRL team wins...
3: Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I've just, been, I've just jumped on the Grilled website. It's a buy one, get one free offer.
2: Nice. Okay, okay. I mean, still go. good. It's not bad for you and If your,
3: you convince a mate to go to Grilled. Yeah. There
2: you go. Well, that saves some money.
3: Maybe you and I could go to Grilled together. <laughs>
2: not bad. <laughs> not, unfortunately, neither of our teams.
3: Yeah, should we, should we strategically pick teams? We'll say we'll go for the Panthers and Collingwood.
2: There's another one for Western Australia and South Australian listeners. You get a free Whopper in store if an Eagles or Crows player kicks a goal from outside 50 in an
3: AFL home game at Hungry Jacks. Okay. Do <laughs> Hungry Jacks sponsor the Eagles? They do, yeah. Eagles yeah. aren't kicking too many goals full stop. They're
2: not. They're not. There, there you go. And finally, one from Crust, your your favorite, Wren. Free pizza. On your birthday, but you, oh, what! But you How must. Have
3: I not known this? <laughs> but you must have
2: purchased one pizza in the year prior, and you must be part of their loyalty rewards program. But not bad. All you need to do is show previous purchase, and you get a free pizza on your birthday. Wow. There you go. We're loving these coming in from the community and uh, the team here at Equity Mates. But we'll leave it there. Uh, next week, we've got insurance, and then closing out with health. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and join the conversation in our community group uh, on Facebook just search Equity Mates discussion group and uh, please if there's ways that you're saving money on food or have any great deals we'd love to hear from you but Ren we'll leave it there and we'll pick it up next week sounds good